This is a special edition of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, a division of iKingsMedia.com. For more details and a free gift, go to RedeemYourVoice.com. And welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. I'm Teresa Croft. So glad you're here. It's always just my heart to share authentic words of inspiration with you as you go forward on your purpose. Now, this is not a podcast about information, but prayerfully for transformation. I have a passion to help people like you find your voice, share your voice with the foundation of identity. I do this through the Kingdom Mentor Academy, which now we're featuring our live course, Redeem Your Voice Camp, live and recorded. And then if you have a desire to market your voice, I help you grow your brand online with the care strategy. I always love to talk to you about your purpose, about your voice, how you can find uh, information about that is like what we call the identity blueprint. If you want more information on that, just go to redeemyourvoice.com forward slash blueprint now. Redeemyourvoice.com forward slash blueprint now. So this thought has really been rumbling in my heart. And I wanted to get these thoughts out in the light. As you, my title for this episode 135 is going forward when your emotions scream, Stop. So I always believe bringing something out in the light, as it says in the word, what's revealed in the light is covered by the blood. So it's this, okay, amidst all you're going through today, the virus, elections, the violence in the streets, uh, media madness, or just in your own inside where it's feeling like the fears and the tears and everything is just pressing you on the inside. Do you feel like with all that emotions going on that you're experiencing, that it makes you want to stop? going forward. Stop speaking. Stop believing. Stop being. Stop walking in the lane God has called you. It might be in your dreams or your hopes or your everyday walking in your purpose. So I'm going to get real. I had a rough day this week. But before I go on, let me say something. My son went to college and I am so proud of him. He got a four-year ride to Westland in Connecticut. Proud of him but this is what it is. Man, do I miss him. Actually, I've had a rough past three months emotionally, full of such a range of anxiety, mental uneasiness. I feel like I was dying inside. Capping everything off was my 18-year-old son left for college. I almost said my 18-year-old baby left for college, which seemed to just cap off a rage of emotions. I've not had a day where I felt such emotions that were suffocating me inside with so much ramped up agitation. haven't experienced that in a long, long time. So I'm not going to throw up on you, but I'm going to be very transparent in hopes of helping you. On a side note here, uh, it's during these rough times that I realized the truth of what Lisa Bevere has authored in her latest book, Godmothers. It's, uh, it's this thank, thankfulness for some godmothers who have been active with prayers, video calls, emails, and texts of support. Anyway, the next day, after this emotional tsunami, some light came in, and my eyes landed on this quote from Christy Johnson's book. 
It's a, a book called Releasing the Prophetic Solutions. Christie says, God has called each of us to be transformers of the world around us, and it is done through the power of our spoken decrees. Her book, Releasing Prophetic Solutions, Praying Heaven's Solution Over Your Home, Your Family, and Nation. I love that title, Praying Heaven's Solutions Over Your Home and Your Family, even if some of the family are not at home now, and of course, over our uh, overall our nation. So this got me thinking. Are you tracking with me? This is what it got me thinking of a memory. I used to be in radio. I retired in 2006. I was on the radio for 15 and a half years. But I remember no matter what was I feeling, what was going on in my world, emotional upheaval or not, I had to go on the air. That meant flipping that mic on so many times amidst a four or five hour shift through good days and bad days. I can't help but remember I brought both my kids to work when they were babies. I was working the early morning show and I could do that. Or my boss let me do that, bless his heart. Well, Anna was rather easy and quickly adopted by one of a precious fellow worker that at 9 a.m. when the office came in, she swooped in and grabbed my daughter and took her off for the rest of the day in her office. <laughs> William? Now, my young son, William, was a different case, causing me all sorts of feelings of, I'm such a bad mom. Like when he was a baby, I had to put him down in this dark room in this portable bed, and then I had to shut the door. Hopefully, he'll go back to sleep with a monitor. And then I go back up to my cubicle where I go live, and I can hear on the monitor him screaming. Oh, gosh, he brought, it was just had so much trauma about whether or not I was a good mom. And then he got old enough to lie on his little poo bear couch inside the control room. And so I had this schedule on the radio where at 6.05 I was a prayer time. That means my mic is open for at least 10 minutes. And so it's like this. He's lying on his poo couch and he starts to fuss or whine. It went like this, mic on. Lord Jesus, we thank you for who you are. Well, he starts to whine. Mike off. William, shut up. Mike on. And Lord, we praise you and honor you for who you are. More fussing. Mike off. William, shut your mouth, please. I mean, I think probably said some worse things. And then Mike back on and I'd pray. Truly an amazing time. But he grew out of that and became a, a sweet companion during those early mornings. Hence the thud on my heart, him going off to college. So around 9 a.m., get this, I had a friend who would drive up to the station and pick him up to preschool to go, which was just next door. What a memory, the emotions, the stamina mentality to stay in my lane amidst raising children, raising babies, and being a radio announcer. What emotions. But I ask you, what are you feeling that seems to put a stop sign up in your head? This title is going forward when your emotions screen stop. I just want to say that again. Here's another thought about this. I read this uh, just this morning in, on Instagram, and it so struck a chord in me. It's Havila Cunnington. She's a mother of four boys, and she's an incredible teacher of the word. She wrote this morning, I'll never forget sitting in a church conference room, pregnant with my first son, when the man across from me said, we don't need to put Havila on the speaking schedule in the fall. She'll be doing the mom thing. In reality, Havila says, I wasn't going to be able to give all of my energy toward my job anymore. I was struggling with all the different types of fears. 
Would I be able to juggle marriage, a new baby, and my own calling? Would I even be able to follow the call of God in my life, even though I wouldn't have the luxury of dedicating my full time? And then she says, she goes on to write, I could feel the heat in my face as I gathered myself. I was angry. I felt like I had been categorized, demoted, as if I had to make a choice between being a mom and being a communicator. Clearly, that decision had been made for me. I looked at him, trying to compose myself. Thank you, she said. This is Havila quoting herself. Thank you, but I will be staying on the schedule. We will work it out as a family, but I'm still working to pursue what's on my life. She goes on to say, the details really don't matter, but what I do remember is the feeling that I was the only one who understood what was on my life. I knew there were some things deep down inside that I needed to articulate to the world, like the thing I was meant to do from the beginning of time. From that instant, Havilah goes on to say, I remember making a decision that no person was going to define what I could and couldn't do. It was between myself and God. I had to make a choice, she concludes. I could have shrunk back in fear and allowed that man to define me, or I could own a call that was on my life. I'm so happy I chose the second. Havilah Cunnington, follow her on Instagram. She's just a... mm, flourish of great things. So this is a powerful example, though, I thought. I just thought, and here I am thinking about going forward when your emotional scream stop, or maybe going forward when everyone around you says stop, you're not able to do that. So what, what do you do? What do you do when your emotions or what other people say about you define you as they seem to tolerate you and not celebrate what's on your life? What do you do? I asked God, and he gave me three great points. And it was real simple. He said to me, as I, so I'll share with you, keep seeking God and his word. Keep seeking him. Even if it feels dry and you can't hear him, keep seeking him. What, what I hope will happen is you'll find scripture that is for your hour to declare and stand on. My uh, verses, if you listen to any of my podcasts, you hear me talking about Hebrews eleven eleven, the place of rest to run. And then more, more, most recently, Isaiah 44, verses 3 through 4, also Isaiah 49. So keep seeking God in his word. Find the word in the word that is speaking to you right where you're at. God is so faithful. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His word is able to wrap you, inspire you, give you a place where you can let your tears just fall on your iPad or your open Bible. So keep seeking God in his word. The second thing was worship. I'm not a singer, but I believe you can praise God. I believe you can go deep with the music that you listen to that shifts your atmospheres and emotions to awe and wonder. I believe you can go about your day-by-day activity folding the laundry. Hey, this is an act of worship to honor my family. Cooking. I'm going to cook from a place of worship. My husband's the cook, and he says if he ever gets a little angst in cooking for us, just me now, empty nest, he said I would have to realize, am I doing this? out of an act of worship or not. If, I'm, if it's not an act of worship, then I, got, I get all this angst. But if I do it from a place of worship, cooking a meal is a beautiful thing where I can, I can worship God and say, God, I'm cooking this meal for you. So worship. 
sing, praise, do everything you do from that place of worship. And then the third one, declare, speak, shut, shout them, those declarations. Make those declarations that are truly powered by the prophetic. You speak what the word says. So you can, this could go up to number one. Okay, this is my scripture. Down to number three or down to two. I'm going to sing that word scripture. I'm going to declare. In conclusion, I feel this is a great quote of the result when you walk in these three points, the seeking, the worshiping, and the declaring. I believe this is the reality of it. Again, from Christy Johnston and her book, she says, however, when we change our perspective, our voice and authority dramatically changes too. We learn how to release the answers as he does. When we see the problem through the lens of a miracle working God, we are able to speak differently and our voice ends up sounding like his. Your voice ends up speaking to your emotions that are screaming, stop. You rise up with his voice and you go forward. You stay in your lane. I know going forward for me, realizing that in my prayers, in my writing, in producing podcasts or going live on Facebook, as I come from that place of seeking God and his word daily and worshiping him, and making those declarations, I have an opportunity, despite all the so real emotions, to speak life, hope, and peace from the authentic position of my life, living for Him with the prayer for transformation for you. I so appreciate you joining me. It has... uh, It's just been an awe and wonder just to know that people are listening and writing their reviews. If if you haven't, I'd encourage you, subscribe and write a review. This helps us get these words out to more people. It's not just so a pat on the back. And share on Instagram and tag me, another way to get this word out. You can play an awesome role of sharing words of life to your friends online when you do that. Okay, so I appreciate you being here. And you know that saying, what do we say? We say, no to striving. And yes to abiding as you walk in your lane in the divine design of destiny in the sweet spot.